Welcome to Cardamone Law University, translating the Pennsylvania Workers' Compensation Act into plain English for injured workers. It's Mike Cardamone here, and today I wanted to talk about the Heart and Lung Act in Pennsylvania. There are some statutory schemes that complement and or supersede the Pennsylvania Workers' Compensation Act, and one of those schemes is the Heart and Lung Act, which applies to a, a pretty significant um, number of employees in Pennsylvania, for example, police officers and firefighters, as well as other specifically enumerated uh, employees. And the Heart and Lung Act can be found at 53 PS section 637. And I've handled uh, a lot of those cases. They, they tend to run parallel to the workers' comp um, cases, but the Heart and Lung Act essentially grants full compensation and continuation of employee benefits to certain employees. And in that sense, you can say it's more um, generous than the Workers' Compensation Act. Um, but you have to remember if somebody's on heart and lung in Pennsylvania, they can be um, terminated from those benefits in a couple different ways. And we'll talk about that in a, in a few moments. Um, remember, while the Workers' Comp Act in Pennsylvania permits recovery for injuries arising in the course and scope of one's employment and related to it, the Heart and Lung Act is, has a more strict uh, parameter. And it basically permits recovery for injuries incurred in the performance of one's duties. So it's not the equivalent of what's, what's called, quote, arising in the course of employment, end quote, um, under the Pennsylvania Workers' Comp Act. So you have to be careful um, to, to be able to meet that, that requirement, and that's a case-by-case -case basis. Um, if you're on the Heart and Lung Act, you know, you can be basically kicked off of it, um, you know, by either... Uh, a recovery, um, or if your disability is deemed to be permanent. And so, you know, basically, if you're able to return to work because your disability ceases, then your heart and lung benefits will, will end, or if your disability is determined to be permanent as opposed to only temporary. So, there's two factors, basically, if you want to look at the determination of permanency. One is substantial evidence to establish a reasonable inference that the employee's disability is, quote, of lasting or indefinite duration, end quote. Uh, the other one is consideration of whether the disability is of a nature that prevents the employee from performing the type of services normally required in the occupation. So you have to be careful because if you're representing an injured worker who's on heart and lung, you have to kind of do this um, dance, so to speak, um, to show that your client is not recovered, but yet still holding out the hope that the injury is not permanent. And so a lot of these cases, we're able to settle them. Um, and you want to be really uh, careful to not settle these kind of cases on your own because they get complicated um, with the disability retirement settlement of the workers compact and also settlement of the heart and lung claim the heart and lung um, 
settlement does not require a hearing, the workers' compensation settlement does require uh, a hearing. It's called a compromise and release agreement, and you have to present that to the workers' comp judge. So, um, But a lot of times these cases run parallel, wherein we are representing the injured worker for both the heart and lung benefits and also the workers' comp. And I have to tell you, the workers' comp form is much friendlier. It's, it's very well run. Um, they follow the rules of evidence. The judges are, are very good. And you get a fair due process of, of your case, no matter what the issue is. The heart and lung, I find, is a little bit less um, friendly to the injured worker. I find it sometimes at the hearings, the way it's run, it's a little bit loosey-goosey, so to speak. Um, I've, I've seen attorneys show up and present evidence that they didn't turn over ahead of time over my objection, things like that. And so the heart and lung hearings tend to be, um, they have, I guess, less fairness, if you want to call it that, as opposed to the workers' comp. But in any event, we're usually able to successfully resolve these cases. Um, and you can always call us so we can kind of go over your situation and and give you our analysis. It's 215-206-9068. There's also another um, scheme called Act 534. We'll talk about that another time. Um, they do not, that scheme does not have the permanency element where you can get knocked off if your injury is deemed permanent like you can under the Heart and Lung Act. Uh, but we represent injured workers both under the Heart and Lung Act, Act 534, and workers' compensation uh, because they tend to run parallel. If you're on one of those benefits, you tend to be on the other um, in terms of heart and lung and workers' comp or Act 534 and workers' comp. It's not always the case, but for the most part, you see them uh, together. And what's nice is the injured worker can get representation and they don't have to give up any of their um, their full salary under either scheme, the Heart and Lung or Act 534. If you're on one of those benefits and also on comp and we get a fee awarded in workers' comp, the 20% of the wage loss, you will not see a reduction because you're entitled to your full pay under the, workers, under the, uh, the Heart and Lung or the Act 534. So... That's a really nice benefit to injured workers. They essentially get representation for free. It's just that the workers' comp portion gets turned over to uh, the employer. So it's really just one hand feeding the other, so to speak. Um, but that's a really nice thing to be able to get help and not see a reduction in your check. So, uh, But these both schemes, Act 534 and the Heart and Lung, can be a little bit tricky. There's not nearly as many cases interpreting it. Um, the different phrases of the of the statutes. And so uh, you want to navigate these really carefully and make sure you get an attorney who knows what they're doing. Uh, again, you can always call us 215-206-9068 or email me directly. It's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L at cardamonelaw.com. So that's Michael at C-A-R-D-A-M-O-N-E-L-A-W.com. You can go to our website at cardamonelaw.com, and we have a blog that's very popular. It's paworkinjury.info, paworkinjury.info. That's all for now from Cardamone Law University. And if you have any questions on the Heart and Lung Act, please call us 
and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.